everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bombarded. Uh, I am going to go ahead and recap the last episode a real quick. Okay. <laughs> so uh, much information. Yes, please. <laughs> you know, I think I actually have it boiled down to, I, I think it's pretty succinct. So excellent. we started off, the bards tried to pursue Leon, who eventually just stopped and was like, <laughs> why? <laughs> and uh, that led to further conversation. They listened to a message from Delarim, who said to retrieve a key that only they would see hidden in a treasure vault on this island. They also learned more about Leon, his reasons for working with the cult, and discovering that he is actually trying to track down Io because of how Io killed his father for not throwing a fight back in the day. So... Mm. The bards, having information on Io, decided to make a proposal that would benefit them with information pertaining to the cult's intentions and other information, while benefiting Leon with the ability to easily track down Io. And it totally worked. It definitely is a non-function success. Less. So wait. So performed your song. Or less. It waited around, (laughs) and after the exchange was actually made of information from Leon to you, the magic was granted to Leon. But unfortunately, he saw two ways points or beacons through the improvement you made to his eye. Oops. So it did work or it didn't work. Or do we know? It did and it didn't. Okay. You don't you're not gonna know. Because oh, no, no, no. like <laughs> yes, your magic affected his eye. Okay. Not entirely in the manner you intended. So we failed that. What happens with that? <laughs> so, okay. Maybe we'll find out someday. <laughs> so oh, I have dear. a theory that it's one of the waypoints is to Io, and then the other is to what will satisfy Leon's heart in terms Which of is, Io. Well, but like maybe there's something else that he finds along the way that brings him peace. I don't know. You'll have to catch up with him and chat it out and see what happens. Yeah, maybe. Um, (laughs) So after making his exit uh, and mentioning that Delarim expects her daughter to be joining them or something along those lines, Yashi received a call from Tabitha, and uh, you had not heard from Tabitha since her Ira glass cut out back in Rockdeep. So... Tabitha went on to explain how she found out, yes, her mother is alive. She has a way to track her or scry on her because of a possession she left behind. And she also learned that her patron is also Daris Murr. On top of that, she believes that Daris Murr may possibly be a Lyarion. Weird. Was a Lyarion or something? How does that work with Lyarion? Maybe. Who knows? Will be someday. But she left off saying she is making her way back to Beatsart and will be making port at C4 and will contact you once she gets there. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. So uh, we pick up. You are still kind of on the outskirts of this denser part of the forest on Plectrum Island. That's we're <laughs> caught up at this point. Yep. So I oh. ask you, bards, what do? Uh, I love how Kyle's like, oh, oh, they don't want to go to this cave. Well, how about we just find out all this stuff about Tabitha, huh? You want you want to go to the cave now? <laughs> yeah. Bunch of jerks, come on now. Uh, <laughs> oh um, man, I guess. Well, well, do you want to go to the vault? Right. Yeah, 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 let's go. Right. <laughs> so, hold on now. We'll go back to the what do? Yeah, right. Yes. So um, <laughs> Razzle says, I don't uh-huh. want to do anything for Delarim. I don't okay. want to do anything for Reed. Uh-huh. I still feel like they owe us big time. However. Well, yes. <laughs> no, you, you talk me out of it, Randy. Let's hear it. Come on. Okay. My only thought is I don't want to help them either. I 100% agree with you on that. But 
Leon made it sound like they need whatever is in this vault, yes. right? Uh-huh. Yes, keep and, going. Oh, okay, man. all right, hang on. <laughs> Lyarions are the ones who can find this or see it or retrieve it or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Reed would get it, uh-huh. except they're busy. Oh. So if Reed wasn't busy, they would get it and therefore have it. Uh-huh. Shouldn't we get it so close. and then have something over them and yeah. have leverage? Oh. Perhaps? I don't know. So it's- 100%, that's what I'm thinking. That's okay. Well, that was easy. So, but okay, okay, okay. When we get this thing, Uh I kind of want to destroy it. I'm not gonna lie to you two. I don't want to give it to them. I don't trust them with like. Sorry, I'm getting all worked up here because I'm so excited. No, no. (laughs) It's been a few weeks and months and Uh days and yeah. So so. when we get this thing, I want to like just get rid of it because I feel like Hmm. we're being played. I feel like whenever we get this thing, Delarim's gonna show up in magic, say, "Oh boy, chaos Oz, you got my key. Great job, pat, pat, pat." And then I'm off with my key now. See you later. Yeah, I was gonna say the leverage might still be important though. If we destroy it and then we don't have it as leverage over them. Okay. What's to stop them from acting out in some other way, either against us or against sure, sure. our families or whatever. Right, right. Because, I mean, all right, at this point, Symbol's probably the one person we can fully trust, right? Yes. Man, we are on yes. the same wavelength today. I- I'm Randy. here too. Oh, yeah, I'm surfing uh, that wave yeah, as well. Come on now. Come on, I mean, I have my own issues <laughs> with, with what's going on now that, you know, with what we just learned uh-huh. about Tabitha and her mom, it puts me in quite an awkward position trying yeah. to yeah. You know, impress her mom, but also not liking her mom at the same time. I know. Uh, <laughs> Families, am I right? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I'll deal with that uh, later. Probably. Yes. So here's one thing I'll tell you, Yashi, that I haven't told Tabitha yet that I was so close to saying on the hourglass call that I just couldn't bring myself to do it because poor Tabitha, she is like the one thing for all of us that would yeah. <laughs> basically bring everything to a halt. But when Wesley was there, he did say, and I quote, I may not be permitted to kill you, but I am the ones you love. And who do you think gave him that permission is all I'm going to say. And that's messed up. So this is true. I know this she's tapped with his mom. However, or did he mean like, I specifically am not allowed to kill you, but you know, nobody said anything about your families. Maybe it was more like that. Like nobody said not to kill your families. I want right? you all to make a perception check real quick. All of us? Yep. Oh. Oh no. Six plus two. Seven plus four. Thirteen plus five. Okay. Uh, Yashi, you don't notice this, but uh, Randy Razzle, you notice as you're talking about this, the forest has gotten eerily quiet. And you take a look around, and there are a bunch of woodland critters that are just kind of, like, watching you. But as soon as you notice that they're watching you and you look at them, they go back to acting like normal woodland critters. Oh. 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 And does, like, the sound of the forest kind of come back? Yep. Are any of our speak with animals things still going on at this point? (laughs) Uh, Not at this point, no. Okay. Uh, Wemo's acting normal, if you're curious. Oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Hey, Yashi, uh, so you have that, like, hut spell... I do. Um, Do you want me to do it? Why not? I feel like that might be good. We're maybe being watched, and that might be a good thing to have so that prying ears and eyes and noses. I get that. Yeah, this would be the time to use it if ever there were a time. Yes, yes. (laughs) All right, so I'll go ahead and cast Liaman's Tiny Hut. I'm not actually going to play it right now because while I do have bongos next to me, I also have Sleeping Puppy that I don't (laughs) want to wake up so we can finish this session. So I'll send that to you later. And it'll be played right now. Hold us in a tiny dome thing 
keep us hidden night or day Let us talk with no one listening We need a place where we can stay Great oh boy! Song. Didn't oh. you love it? It's a hut. <laughs> so Ooh. good. Ooh. And now we're in a cute dome. Okay, yeah. So you cast your spell, and a dome winds up popping up around you. Keep in mind, Allie, if Yashi leaves this dome, then it falls. Anyone else can leave it, but you pretty much have to stay here for the entirety of the spell. Okay. But that's your call. It's going to last eight hours. You can do whatever you want in there, and it is opaque from the outside. We can see out. They can't see in. Nobody can hear us. Nobody can cast spells on us. Awesome. Or okay. anything. And I'll just tell Wemo to like stand guard at the entrance. Wemo, like bounds outside of the boundaries of the hut and just kind of like sits there okay. looking his paw. Okay, well we'll <laughs> explore the gray area of Tabitha's mom slash Della room later. Before we do like Randy was saying, <laughs> we should probably call Symbol and like get them yes. up to speed because good idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we're in our tiny hut where no one can hear us so now let's dish. Beep, 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 boop, boop. Symbol. Go for symbol. <laughs> oh my! Oh, hoy, hoy. Hi symbol. Hi symbol. Hello. It's us. Uh, oh, your hey. favorite three people ever. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, my favorite three relatives ever. Oh, great ah. babies. That's right. So we've just discovered a lot of things that we wanted to tell you about. <laughs> yeah, you say Is good. It good. It, I'm it glad you're be. out there having adventures and still learning things. Uh, oh yeah, despite definitely. not being at school. <laughs> Which I will say, without you three here, it is quite boring. Oh, well, oh, thank you. Sorry, maybe. Well, you're welcome. It's about to get not boring. You may reconsider your tenureship at Strumlots after hearing all this. We'll just see. Mm. And go. Uh, who, right. Me, what you? did you hear? What did you learn? Uh, uh, well, okay. So Tabitha's mom is... Are you in a safe place? Uh, can, can anyone hear you? This is probably best. I'm in my office. Oh, uh, okay. Is your office soundproofed or magically... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have been in my office. Don't play with me. Okay. 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 So, anyways, <laughs> so Tabitha's mom is Delarim. Her pay Patron is Daris Murr. We found out some stuff about how Daris Murr maybe used to be a Lyarion and then possibly forgot that they were a Lyarion <laughs> because of things okay. and reasons. Um, also, feel free to jump in here, Randy and Yashi, anytime you want. Um, oh, I mean, you've, you know, you're doing great. <laughs> I'm the one with the notes on my computer, so I'll just go ahead and uh, <laughs> list them off here pretty quick. Daris Murr wants to reseal the boundaries between planes. Uh, after thinking about it, it's kind of weird because, like, Altonia is kind of in charge of that stuff. So, like, you would think. They, well, yeah. Altonia was in charge of it before Yoku broke him down. So, shows how much power Altonia might actually have if you were to question it. But, uh, oh, not one of those type of people. Sure. So, um, oh, yeah. We, we also know who the rest of the shadowy people that got sent back in time with us were. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. we got that. that good. Pretty much. There's one questionable monkey tailed friend, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure that'll come to light eventually. Yeah. Uh, also, okay. Leon, this guy we met way back when in the Punch Bowl, he was pretty cool. He's going to go hunt down Io, possibly kill them. Maybe. Well, yeah, it's he got but... cool eventually. <laughs> Although, one thing he did do. He had a magic eye that could suck up our magic when we were playing a magical song, which is a new thing. Uh-huh. You hear the sound of a pudding cup and spoon drop. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of concerning. We got him on our side, so but I wouldn't be surprised if someone else has that power, um, knowing how these things go. Okay, stop for one second there. Okay. Because <laughs> I may need to teach you something. I didn't think I would... 
I mean, we would get there eventually for the sole sake of musical education. Uh-huh. But <laughs> you're saying that Darismer may be a Lyarion, possibly forgot. Mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. think of anything from what I've learned being a Lyarion that links those. Uh, oh, gosh. Ridaba would know a lot more. She's significantly older and has been around longer, so I, I can't speak to that. But oh. the fact that this Leon, you said, was able to siphon your power... That is something that Lyarians are practiced to do uh, if we are to find ourselves in confrontation with each other. So oh. there may be some logic to that. I do have a lesson that will help you out with this, but continue divulging what you've learned, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, oh, Reed is Ridaba. I guess Ridaba was like okay. like how you used to be Siren and stuff, yes. I think. So it's Reed now. It's Reed now. Right. It's Yes, it's, yeah. it's, I, I imagine <laughs> okay. the other Lyarions have taken on different names, forms, forms sure. genders, all of the above. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is part of our anatomy and how we are as Lyarions that we regenerate and gotcha. take these new forms. Okay, I guess we kind of just like fill in the gaps. Uh, our next sort of course of action is to go to some vault to get some sort of key that I guess Lyarions can only see. So hmm. Delarim supposes that we can, even though it was on Reed's to-do list. I don't want to like, well, I kind of want to go now to see, but like I don't want to give it to him or <laughs> almost let him know that we even have the key because like... Well, <laughs> Razzle had suggested the idea of destroying this key, but I'm wondering if we should, like, mm. keep it safe. Maybe you could keep it safe or something so we have leverage on them. Because if this thing they need is gone, then they'll be forced to take some other course of action. True. And maybe we don't want to force that hand yet. You may need to take a sabbatical from Strumblots is kind of what we're saying, Simple, because things yeah, are starting yeah, yeah. to Come heat to up us. a little Yay. bit. <laughs> I'm actually... The band is back together. <laughs> right. I'm actually ahead of you on that one. Uh, because learning this now, I think you're right. I would go get that key, whatever it may be, Okay. then meet me in the discordant field at the trees. Oh, cool. We know where that is. Yeah. All right. And okay. let's talk about how you can utilize your musical magical abilities to uh, fend off the possible siphoning of your magics in the future. Okay. All right. There's a musical technique that we use to change keys. We modulate from one key to another, and there's a few different ways of going about it. The easiest to utilize is a direct modulation. You reach the cadence of your progression and simply just jump into a secondary key. Uh. Most people like to do a whole step up, but you know, you can really kind of just hammer it in wherever. I'm not guaranteeing that it will sound good if you just go all willy-nilly, but (laughs) uh, you know, there's no fluff about it. You just kind of do it. This is likely to catch anyone who has a similar ability to Leon off guard. And yeah, again, it could upset their attempt to siphon your magic. Now, Uh a tried and true modulation is the common chord modulation. While it can limit what keys you can use, it can prove quite beneficial when needing to convey juxtaposing moods such as happy and sad when you're <laughs> modulating from major to minor. So uh, I've got a few other examples symbol, that like, I can go into. Like a... Yes, write this down. Oh, and, geez, oh, geez, if you okay. don't have your instruments ready, you need to have them ready because uh, you bet your your bottom I'm going to be sitting on the other side of this hourglass listening to your uh, your song you're about to make to oh, show me that you understand this concept. Oh, okay. Just because you're not at school doesn't mean I'm not your teacher. Cool. Oh, I'm right. still from the old timeline. So I tell you what, this is where we are going to get into our theory lesson for this episode so let's go there and get ready for songwriting too
All right, let's get into this theory yes. lesson. And oh boy. as far as the content of the song, you know, like there's <laughs> been a lot of stuff mentioned. So yeah. I think we'll probably go with, I didn't give you a clue as simple, but <laughs> maybe condense all of the lore knowledge into a song so it's easier to remember. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about some, uh, I mean, covered some basic modulations, uh, you know, the direct and the common chord with symbol, but we didn't get examples. And there's more types too. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Modulations are the same as key changes. Just get that out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Right out the gate. <laughs> and it's not necessarily just the same thing as transposing to a different key, because if you have to like do a key just in a different piece for the sake of someone's vocal range or something, that's just doing that piece in a different key this is like changing yeah. keys in the midst of the piece yes it's like yes. some massive section or for the rest of the piece or whatever mm-hmm. it is which is also different than tonicization we should also right. say yep. which is when you just briefly visit a key and then go back to the original key which is all over jazz stevie wonder does it all the time like a bunch of like r&b and like jazz stuff and well really like even rock like a lot of stuff just kind of briefly when we were talking about secondaries and stuff i was gonna say that's like a good way of doing that Doing yeah. like yeah. two of five to five of five to five and all that stuff. So. It's like dipping a toe in. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to like <laughs> full on diving into that key, which is yeah. what this is going to be. So, But yeah, Spurrier, you've got the piano, you've got the power. Well, Oh boy. <laughs> all right. So the most direct would be uh-huh. the direct modulation, oh, oh. which is again where you don't really preface anything. You're just doing something and then boom, you're in a new key. You just step it up, whether it's a half step or a whole step. Those are generally the most common. And these days, probably Beyonce's Love on Top is probably the prime example of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Sing it, Spurrier. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it's you. You're the one I love. You're the one I need. Oh, there You're you the go. one I see. Come Baby, on. It's you. <laughs> you know, it goes on. Yeah. And we're going along, but then suddenly, put my love on top. And then she does that over and over again and just because she yeah. can because she's the yes, queen. Yes, and uh, <laughs> just goes higher and higher and higher. But yes. there's no chord to prepare. It just There's just an instantaneous shift mm-hmm. from one key to the next. Yeah. Our teacher, Dr. Hunt, used to just call it the truck driver modulation. Right, exactly. Slam it into gear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like gospel stuff does it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just a very common thing to do at the end of a tune when you just want to like crank the energy up. Like, what can I do that's yes. different? Uh, it just mm-hmm. gets you hyped, yeah. I need to step this up, literally. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so just everything is just more potent and higher and delightful. So yeah. mm-hmm. that takes us then to the common chord, which Kyle slash symbol also also mentioned. Yeah. And this is the idea where a chord is shared between both keys. It's basically a point to just kind of shift without doing anything out of that key. Mm-hmm. And so for this one to illustrate that, we're actually going to use one of our songs, good old Stargazers. Yeah. Um, Lo ho ho, you've already heard a modulation <laughs> or two and yeah, so you yeah. kind of know what to expect here. So <laughs> we're just going to pick it up at the end of this first section uh, and Ali and I are going to try this and we're doing it over Zoom so we'll see how the lag <laughs> yeah, all goes. Right. It'll be my problem later ultimately. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Always. So we'll see how this goes. So here's the end of the first cool. section leading into the middle bit. So, Alright. Because if our stars are the same we can learn to share It's just a game but I want to be fair We'll name it something new just me and you there's something about you that makes my heart beat fast yeah yeah then so on and so on yeah originally that song starts off in the key of e flat uh and so the five chord 
is B flat there. But what we do is we use that B flat to also function now as the four chord in the key of F. So rather than going like you might expect, we instead go and then it just is a nice little pivot um, for us yeah. to use. So a common chord. But wait, there's more. Oh. <laughs> you thought we were done. Oh, and this is like the newer version of Stargazers, if you have Oh, yes. Stargazers yeah. United. So Not the Kyle classic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So actually, in the same song, we have our other one that we're going to talk about here, which is going to be a secondary pivot. Uh, now, we've talked about secondaries with using the wilds and all of that on the dice. Yeah. But this is basically where you use like a five of something to get into the new key or maybe a seven or some other thing, but five is probably the most common. Mm -hmm. So to illustrate that, now we're at the end of the section we just got into into Stargazers and we're going to go to the final uh, Stargazers portion. So You can do it. You can do it. (laughs) Defeat the lag. Yeah. Here we go. But if it's meant to be, come and take my hand. Stargazers unite. And that's, yeah. 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 <laughs> there it is. Oh. So with that one, we were in F, and then rather than using some sort of chord to share, we just went straight to D7 there at the end, which is the five in the key of G. So it just sets us up nicely. And then we're there for the remainder of the song. Yep. But yeah, you've already heard two modulations from Bombarded. And oh, it was funny boy. when we were doing it. We're like, well, eventually we'll talk about modulations and we'll cover it then. But for so now, man. we can just enjoy the music. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, like, we'll have one more that we're going to focus on than one kind of bonus. There's rather than just a common chord, there can be just a common tone, just where a single mm-hmm. note rather than a chord is shared. And so this one's not as common, especially like in pop and rock and those type of things. Mm-hmm. It's more of a thing you see in classical music. So I'm just going to just like make up an example here, but then I'll also show a, a, a classical one here. So say you took something like, which is currently in the key of C. Mm. Yes. Beautiful. Oh and that went then to the key of A flat, because that C was the glue between both of those. Yeah. The other one in the classical world, so Debussy, has a piece called The First Arabesque, which you might recognize as the... And so on, which is in the key of E, but eventually that section ends on an E chord, so we get this whole... It goes through that, but then it just lingers on the E, and then another E, and that's the glue. Uh, that's so uh, delightful. What a so to go into that, uh, which, yeah, which then takes us to the key of A. So it's literally a single note gluing those two sections yeah. rather than a chord as the kind of pivot point. Oh, Debussy. So yeah. Oh, Debussy. Oh, if yeah. anyone can just take a single note and weave things like that, it would mm-hmm. be him. So, Jeez. But then finally, there's the version that we're not really going to bother with. It's cool, but it's just, <laughs> I don't know, it seems like kind of a pain for what we're doing. It's a little tricky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which would be known as either sequential or monophonic, which basically is like, let's take an idea and then just shift that into a new key instantaneously. It's kind of like a direct modulation, but with like a phrase or a single idea. And you could do this with, if it was with chords, it'd be the sequential, but if it was like an individual line of notes, it would therefore be monophonic. And uh, going way back to when we were in Strumlots riding on the bassoon elevator or whatever it was, and we had the girl from (laughs) Ibanina. 
So that part's in F, but then it does a direct modulation to the key of G flat out of nowhere. But then this idea gets just shifted up and up. And the chords aren't a perfect modulation, but the melody's an, enough of an idea for this to count. So we get to this. And then suddenly it moves up. Then one more time. And then it veers off and does its own thing, but just keeping shifting this up either higher and higher or lower and lower. It's just making a sequence out of the entire thing. Yeah. But again, we're not going to bother. <laughs> is that the one that where it's like a cadenza? Is that what I said? I feel like that's a very common thing to happen. Like yeah. cadenzas, you see that a lot. It's like, here's this big fancy phrase, now up a step, now up a step, yeah. build and build and whatever. Okay. Which, speaking of which, since we have four of these, we're going to roll a D4, which will correlate to either direct, common chord, common tone, or secondary pivot. Mm -hmm. But but in this one, though, I think we're going to do one of each, right? Just yeah. to kind of yes. really that is <laughs> dive in the deep end. We've assigned us that challenge, but yes. yeah. Uh -huh. Modulations going forward, as we've kind of talked about off mic, will be just like if you want to do a mode or not. Like, do you want to do yeah. modulation? I'm feeling it. Or yeah. like Kyle was saying, I guess apparently there could be story implications and benefits to the magic. Which I, uh, I am in the works of working out a mechanic in the situation that oh you boy. find yourself with Leon or someone similar and you need to use that ability. So that mechanic is being considered. All right. Fantastic. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that's the case, let's roll up a song for this. Let's do it. Why don't we just do major just to kind of With keep all it the things basic. we're doing, yeah, that's fine. Right. So <laughs> yeah. it's going to be 10, which is A. 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 And so then I guess I'll roll the D12 three more times to see what to other give keys? us all the keys yeah normally yep. i guess we would just roll it a second time but yeah oh so. my all goodness right. so we've got two which is d flat oh boy sweet okay. all right and that's then good. five which is e okay and then six which is f so we'll be going between the keys of a e d flat and f Correct. not necessarily in that order right all right cool well now uh the chords come of those chords okay we've got three two, and seven. Hmm. And I guess we'll have a wild on top of that. I guess, so with these modulations, like if we are going to do like something with a pivot or something like that, I guess it would have to come with a wild. With the secondary pivot, yeah, we would have to yeah, do that. Yep. So I guess we'll just get a wild on top of those for this, and then in the future if we get a... But it would have to be used just for that function. We couldn't like use it randomly elsewhere. Hmm. Yeah, Just to modulate. I, mean, I think that seems fair. Gotcha. But then if you roll a wild, you would just, yeah, you could have that wild plus the one you gained cool. from that type of modulation. So. Okay. Well, that's it. Uh, no, it's not. I got to roll for drums, guys. Oh, got to do the drums. Oh, boy. So that is heads, which is the preset bank. We'll defer to the second half. And <laughs> the pattern will be 31, which is rockabilly. Ooh. Sweet. And then the kit will be 25, which is gated kit. Hmm. Gated okay. kit. Okay. Uh, that's all. Now we're going to perform for you in the style of Chaos Sauce four different modulations <laughs> in four different ways. Well, we hope you enjoy. <laughs> However, uh -oh. Uh -oh. if we're doing four modulations, don't we actually need five keys unless we're going to return to the first one? Oh, good point, Spurrier. Uh, <laughs> well, we did roll E, so forget it. We've got an A and an E, so we're good. Is that what we're going to do, though, is we're going to return to one of our return. keys? Return. 
Might as well. We have to. Unless we want to have five keys. Um, If we're feeling daring, we could do it for simple. (laughs) Let's take a vote right now on mic for everybody. Are we going to have five keys or are we going to have four keys? Do we have to? What do we want to do? All for four keys? Say aye. Four. Five. Aye. I abstain considering I'm not writing the song. Sorry, Spurrier. Allie and I don't know you. I mean, I'll take away my vote because I won't be writing any of the Uh, instrumental stuff for it. So. Spurrier will probably be putting this beauty together anyway, so let's give him a fifth. Let's do five keys for Spurrier. Thank let's you. say he's pleading for a fifth. Yes, oh, right. uh, that's what uh, it is. Oh. Allie, you need to cool <laughs> down. Sorry. So that's an 11, which is B flat. So that actually kind of works out in a nice way. Fantastic. And now we bring you. <laughs> Y'all get to write in that song. For you at home, I'm going to talk to you in a second. We're going to have a good time while they write a difficult song for you. Mm-hmm. Hooray. We'll all help you, Spurrier, I promise. That'll be fine. <laughs> Off we go. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just want to give you that big thank you that I always do whenever you drop by the middle bit, hang out with me just a smidge. Just to get into it, we have a returning sponsor and I'd like to tell you about a D&D podcast that is full of virtuous heroes bravely overcoming every challenge that comes their way. But unfortunately, that's just not who paid for this spot. So instead, I'm going to introduce you yet again to Gimme to Loot Podcast. Now, Gimme to Loot is the story of a group of randos who meet at a fantasy truck stop, try to save some lumberjacks from kobolds, and end up magically bound together as a party against their will. Gimme to Loot features a diverse cast with a mix of first-time players and veterans who are bumbling their way through increasingly dangerous situations as they try and break free of each other and change their destiny. Expect rogues who hate stealth, clerics with self-control issues, mages who lick windows, barbarians with manners, and a ranger who has been known to shoot a monster baby. Check them out on all your major podcast platforms or at gmdlcast.com. And once again, we we got that little ditty that Goodrich wrote up last time, so uh, let's give that another spin. Goodrich, take it away. Thanks, Goody. I appreciate that. And thank you, Gimme to Loot, which again, head on over to gmdlcast.com or search Gimme to Loot on any of your pod searchers. All right, we're in a new month, so we have a new organization that we're excited to donate to. And that organization this month is the Trans Women of Color Collective. The Trans Women of Color Collective is an organization who is uplifting the narratives, leadership, and lived experiences of trans people of color while building towards the collective liberation of all oppressed people. So if you want to learn more about what they're doing, head on over to TWOCC.us and learn more about it. 
Okay, so we recently released our summer song songwriting summer series. We do plan on having all of the songs from this songwriting series available up on streaming. But for right now, we're going to go ahead and put them up on Bandcamp as we finish them. And then once it's complete, once it's, you know, the entire series is done, then we'll be putting that up on our streaming services. So, but for now, head on over to our Bandcamp and check it out if you really enjoyed it. Thanks. I want to take a moment and give a big congratulations to the Bardic Dreaming fanzine. Uh, that's out now. If you're not familiar with it, you can find uh, a link to that in the episode description. Uh, it was so, so cool to see the different art, the different stories that people wrote, uh, hear the music that people made. It was very endearing. I am just, I'm thrilled. Ah, I'm losing words. I, You get it. You get it. It's very exciting, and I'm very happy for everyone who participated, and I hope all of you who have already checked it out enjoy it. But if you haven't, you can head on over to your social media, look up at Bardic Dreaming, and uh, they'll let you know where you can download the PDF. So head on over there, check it out. The link is in the episode description as well. So thank you all again so, so much. You know we're working with Die Hard Dice. We got a new promo code for you, and that promo code is Bombard June. B O M B A R D June. So use that code at checkout, and you're going to save 10% on your order. And uh, we'll also put that code in our episode description. Uh, you know, in case you just want to reference it there. But besides that, it's the normal biz. Social media is at BombardedCast. Hashtag Bardcast if you're talking about the show. You know the website BombardedCast.com, and uh, go on over to our Patreon. Patreon com forward slash bombarded cast check out all the different tiers of content that we have available and thank you to my patreon producers pat tang bisgard caitlin best jake bianchi and kelvin horatio you four love you very much and i also want to take a moment to say happy pride month to our lgbtqia plus family friends and bombarded faithful out there in podcast land so we love you and you are always welcome at this table now let's get on to that song Wow, Simple, that's a lot of information that you just kind of packed all into one big old punch. Well, usually I do that over the course of, uh, you know, maybe a couple of weeks in a classroom. But <laughs> right. That's not really an option right now, Razzle. Uh, With the official yep. Strumlot music theory textbook. Oh, right. So to utilize all of the ones that we went over, at least a good handful of them, um, why don't you practice using those modulations while also compiling all the information that you've gathered so far so it's easy to oh. remember yeah when we were talking a moment ago it's like oh what what do we bring up sounds like you've experienced a lot i know i've been a part of most of it but might help you remember it easier so i'm not gonna say it's gonna be the top chart hit or anything but it'll help you <laughs> way to underestimate us yeah, i was gonna say and also just kind of shove yourself in there you've been a part of it <laughs> i mean <laughs> one of you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me but whatever, but whatever. Uh, anyway <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, get at it. Here we go. Let's do it. Thinking about the past and everything that's happened, I got to make it last. So tie up all the loose ends of everything you know, cause in actuality, well, a long, long time ago, Atonia made barriers that separated every plane. A Goku of Miranor broke the walls, took Glom's Reich in an epic brawl. Other realms pitched in as the barriers dropped. 
Antonia mourned her son would not She flew to both planes to quell any fears And her own Algar was made from her tears Thinking about the past And everything that's happened You've got to make it last So tie up all the loose ends Of everything you know Cause in actuality You've got a ways to go For true accuracy Lyarians came to Algar With unpretense I think you use those fairly well. Um, It's kind of hard to hear over the Ira Glass itself. You know, it's not the highest quality audio, but I I can hear that you executed everything well. And as your teacher, I don't have to give you a grade anymore, but I'd give you an A. That's okay. We started it. It's so cute. I have have a good ear for things. so I guess we're going to go and find this vault or something. So listening or I guess thinking back to the message, she just said nearby. You don't know where like a vault would be nearby with some sort of Lyarion treasure. Do you? Or key or something. I can't say, but if it's something you are procuring for Reed, they were always very secretive with their personal life. So I really don't have much insight to Mm. provide you there. Uh, we did see a dragon, so maybe follow the dragon. That I don't know. Dragons like treasure; they eat it or something. Yeah. So yeah, if there's a dra- if there's a, if there's a dragon in the area, then try to find where it is, because more than likely there are treasures aplenty there. Oh, great! Ooh. Well, there we go. But be careful. Okay. Oh. Eh. Well, work out with Alola taking a leave of absence, so you can. Oh, we're supposed to go to Beln. Beln is apparently where they hang out. So yeah, that's cool, I guess. Okay. We, we miss you. We miss yeah. you. I miss you too. And bye, Grandpa. Bye. <laughs> Seriously, please be safe. Take care of yourselves, and I hope I see you sooner than later. Okay. Bye. 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 Well, guys, we've got the hut for, you know, a few more hours if you want to catch some Zs. And Long rest. I mean, I did out. get a chunk taken out of me by that dragon, so me I wouldn't too. mind yep. resting up. So, What time of day is it, Kyle? It's early afternoon, so you're oh, catching okay. an early afternoon nap for eight hours. Yeah, Good. you're going to be resting. Uh, you're, you know, laying out your bedspreads and uh-huh. whatnot, getting ready to just, you know, catch a few Zs. When Yashi, your Ira glass starts to vibrate a little bit, starts to get a little tinkles. Oh, sorry, guys. Forgot to put this on Do Not Disturb. Let me answer it. (laughs) Click hello. You hear the sounds of your father and Alfred sounding very confused 
saying like, oh, I, I'm not sure if we're supposed to be using it like this. Well, I don't know really either. I've never seen one of these things before. Hey, 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 can you hear me? And then eventually you hear, uh, you hear our fellows go, Yashi. Yashi, what you? Hey, Dad. What is going on? I have Alfred here telling me you're you're messing with time now. Hey, you guys got an Ira glass. So cute, so special. <laughs> yeah. Great job finally catching up to the rest of the world. Okay, I don't That's need a- the sass. Oh, okay. What right. is going on? And you hear him like, geez, okay, fine. And you hear Alfred come on and just say, okay, so um, <laughs> down to business. You three have caused quite a commotion. Yeah, well, uh-huh. we didn't mean to, but honestly, it's all kind of working out. Uh, a little bit. Right. Oh, wait, Alfred, obviously you came back in time. Yes, I, okay. I, I yes, okay. I did. Is this an instance where we can just say we tell him everything if we're going to tell him everything? I mean, if, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> if you want to go with that, I guess. I'm fine with that. It's a lot. It's a lot. I, I have to know, if you're telling him everything, does that mean you're saying like, oh, Delarim's name is Joan? Yeah. Yes. Okay. When you get to the point of mentioning Delarem being Tabitha's mother and being named Joan, you kind of hear him go, um, how, yeah. how do you know Joan? Well, I got this picture, and I take out the picture, and then I go, oh, wait, he can't see that. <laughs> um, I don't have to see it, Yashi. Um, I'm in it. Oh. As who? The one between Cage and Alola. Is That's that the one me. in the mascot yes. outfit? Oh. Oh, you're the... Okay. I was Jables back then. Jables. That's right. You hear Orfell go, you were a different person? How come you never told me this? I I promise I will tell you everything once we get off this call, Orfell. I, I promise you. Um... Where are you going? Where, do, where, where can we meet you? Well, you know what? We're doing this little thing, but then we're going to actually go to the trees. Okay. So if you want to just meet us there, we're going to meet Symbol there. The? Okay. You the, know. I know of Symbol. You know, you know, you know Symbol. As your Lyarion sibling. Do you know that? Symbol is your other Lyarion sibling. Yeah, it's oh. th- uh, Theremin. Oh. I guess there haven't been any like BH1 specials on an actual video screen to where Alfred couldn't be like, <laughs> why can't I see this artist known as Symbol? That actually makes <laughs> Never mind. a uh, lot of sense. Su- um, surprise. Yeah, there's okay. that too. You hear Orfell in the back like, their teacher's the Symbol? Yeah, Dad, you already knew this, but it's fine. You didn't. I didn't you know this. <laughs> you didn't know <laughs> Any of this. We had you a went whole to thing. school, and then all of a sudden, Alfred shows up and says, "You've changed time, and that you're in trouble." I got. I had to get in touch with your mom. She's oh. on her way back. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, oh, are you meeting up with her somewhere? Can she come to the trees? Oh. I, I, all I know is she's bringing like her entire family over, oh, and they're going to be coming from the South Port over from Arlen. Um, so, like, I mean, it was easy to convince her once I told her our daughter was involved with some cult and able to mess with time. <laughs> okay, just, no, I, I don't mean, even understand how not, you're able to do I'm not, these things, I'm not Yashi. involved with a cult, okay? Like, I, I'm, <laughs> My you know, girlfriend is. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> not me, though. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, there's some connections there. You know, there's uh, degrees of separation. Uh-huh. Like, one degree of separation. <laughs> a little bit. Man, yeah. Strumlots has changed since I've gone there. Yeah. Like, what the heck? So <laughs> let's just breathe and take a breath. Okay? Take, it easy. take a big oh, you breath. Take a breath. I mean, Reach into your pocket. Take a bite of your sandwich. Okay. You're always better take after a bite you of eat. Sammy. Yep. Gonna have a good time. It's made with salami. Yeah, there okay. you go. You take a bite. Chew it. Chew it. Swallow it. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm calmed down. Now. I know. I'm going to go sit down. Wait, wait. So where is Yashi's mom going to? I, I imagine they'll probably wind up close to Elderberry or somewhere south. There's Arlen's just... Oh. Just south of Beats Art a little bit. Does she have an Ira glass? I would doubt it. How did you get a hold of her then? That's a good question. 
I used a different spell that's like a messaging spell, oh. a sending spell. Well, just, I don't have to. You, but you can do that whenever? No. <laughs> I was a one time thing. Oh, okay. I didn't get that far in my bardic okay. knowledge. Oh, okay. Maybe because, like, the trees thing, you're not going to understand. What if this? There's what a if, lot I don't hey, understand. Hey, what, what if this? Take the hourglass with you, go meet her, and then you guys call me. Okay, yes. I'm going to go meet my wife. I haven't seen it forever. Cool. Oh, I'm excited and concerned all at the same time. <laughs> maybe maybe you need a little makeover. Maybe you should change your pants. No way. Uh-oh. How do you think she fell in love with this? But you can't see. I'm gesturing to myself. I forgot how audio works. <laughs> it was good hearing from you. Hey, keep the hourglass. Call me. We can talk about whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, this or other stuff. Just call me later. Okay. Once I meet up with your mom, I'll call you. And Alfred says, uh, well, hopefully... Things will go better this time compared to last time when Theremin and I were together. Um, Uh-oh. But I will meet you three at the trees. Oh, hey, hey, uh, real quick, Alfric, what do you know about Redaba, who now goes by Reed? What do you know about them? Uh, they may play into things. Reed was the senior Lyarion in charge of the Akahaman project oh, that we had brought to Algar. They were kind of in charge. Uh, very, very secretive with their personal life, but knew a lot about the entire machine, the ins and outs. We had been trained in the use of it, but not to the extent that uh, Reed had. Okay. Mm. Well, Redaba goes by Reed now. Uh, they're around. Also working with the cult, which we may have told you. So, But why? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> We're kind of hey, working hey, on that. Hold yeah. up. Why is going against the cult bad? I'm struggling with this right now because, like, they think that they know better than Altonia. Symbol hinted at maybe Altonia is not all-knowing. I don't know. Like, they're all celestial beings. So, like... Who knows what's better? All I know is that, like, things are cool now, so... It's it's always problematic when somebody thinks that they can touch the divine. Okay. Yeah. History has shown that many times and times again. So let's see if we can work towards keeping them from grasping that. Cool. So if you were to find a key that would help them with that, probably just destroy it. That's what I'm thinking. Right? Or maybe just keep it for a little <laughs> bit. Or hide it or something, yeah. yeah. Who's to say? It depends on what the key is to. That's true. Yeah. Because a key can open a door one way or the other. If you have it in your possession, you control which way the door opens. Kind of seems like a door opens one way, but I may talk about that uh, later, I guess. Okay. <laughs> You've never worked in a restaurant, I guess. <laughs> we right. will meet you at the trees. Okay. And they, of course, say bye. Hang up. Bye. <laughs> Cool. You get a rest in. Oh it my is gosh. Right. <laughs> nighttime. Before we set out, I would like to offer a pass without trace to anyone who would like to indulge themselves as we sneak towards this dragon's lair, right? One please. Cover of night seems good, yeah, so if you wouldn't mind. And a big poof. Piff. Pass without trace is cast. Okay. And Wemo will just disappear whenever the spell ends. So I'm just going to tell Wemo, Wemo, you did great. Awesome. Thanks for your help. Just go wander around in the forest in the opposite direction we go so that, you know, maybe you. Make a distraction. Maybe make a bunch of noise, Wemo. Hey, maybe that'll draw the eye of Dragon Sauron away from us. <laughs> oh my. Wemo gets up from lying down and kind of uh, licks his paw, rubs his ear with it, and then just turns and starts walking off into the woods the opposite direction, uh, letting out low growls and a, a couple of roars here and there. And you can hear it fade off into the distance as Bye. he makes his way out Aww. of sight. Okay, we're going to sneak now. So we need to roll a stealth check, right? As we make our way towards the Dragon. Yeah, go for it. 
So that's 17 plus 13 plus 10. Uh, mine's 16 plus 2 plus 10. Mine is 9 plus 2 plus 10. Okay. <sighs> so you begin sneaking your way around. You are uh, working your way around this perimeter, and eventually you do see an entrance that leads further past this wall of thicket and thorns. As you make your way in, you notice that there's a path to the left and a path to the right. And we can't see anything like the mountain towering above one direction or the other direction. It's like trees completely above us. The canopy, yeah, is blocking any kind of sky view. You know what I'll do? I'll just speak with the plants and ask them, hey, can you point us in the direction to the dragon hut? Uh-huh. Um, poof. Okay. And I whisper quietly, intimately to the trees. I say, hey, can you just point us the direction to this dragon's lair? It's a dragon, big lizard, smoky. <laughs> describe dragon doings and goings-ons and say, we want to go to their house. This is not your land to command. Oh, we were friends, though. Oh, boy. You helped us out earlier, and it was, like, super cool. They just keep responding, this is not your land to command. What a roll investigation. Yeah, see if there's any, like, clues about which way to go. Okay. Yeah, give me an investigation. Oh, yeah. No. Plus uh, three. Okay. You can tell that there are two sets of footprints, both of them humanoid, but they seem to be going both directions. They look like smaller creatures, probably about your size. Groovy. Mm. Can I do a nature check to see? I don't. You can. Go ahead and give me a nature check. That's a 16 plus two plus jote. Randy's pointing out these footprints and the directions that they're headed, and you're looking at them. And from being out in the wilderness and nature and everything, you recognize that these footprints belong to two different beings. Looks like goblin footprints and kobold footprints. Oh. But you do not gain any kind of idea of which direction you should go. Can we tell, Kyle, if one of set is fresher than the other? If you'd like, you can roll me a survival check to see <laughs> if you can track down which one's more Why? appropriate to follow. Ooh, let me let me maybe try this when I got a plus four in survival. Yeah, yeah. Oh. If you want to, yeah. Be like, Yashi, can you get any sense of these tracks? <laughs> no, I bend down and I start sniffing at it. Um, that is a, that's a 17 plus four. All right. Oh what do I smell, Kyle? So <laughs> you get down and you get a good sniff of these feet and you can tell the smell is more lean lingering from the path leading to the left. Oh. <laughs> well, I relay that information. So I don't know. Okay, maybe this way. That uh, cool. Seems as good as option as any. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get any info from the trees. It must be all that at the DM's discretion. I hear so much about. Yeah. So you see that there are a lot of different ways that you can go, but you've seen these tracks mm-hmm. and you're following them. You realize very early on that this forest has grown itself into a very maze like structure meant to kind of keep people from being able to find the heart of it. Mm-hmm. But with the tracks that you found, I'm going to let you go ahead and make a survival check at advantage to see if you have any issues going forward through this maze. Do we all do it? I would leave it up to Yashi since she was the one leading it. Yashi. Okay. Yashi. 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 14 plus 4 or... Uh, 12. Okay, so 14 plus 4. Nice. Use that old factory. Okay. (laughs) You walk your way through. Down certain pathways, you notice some creatures lingering in the shadows. They don't seem to notice you. Your spell is masking you very well, and you're moving silently enough to where you're not drawing attention. Awesome. And as you're making your way through, you eventually find yourself at a clearing, and you can see a cliff face soaring up ahead of you. You hear the sound of a waterfall crashing not too far off in the distance, 
But ahead of you, in this cliff face, you see an archway. There's a damaged and rusted iron door nestled into the cliffside. One door is completely detached. It lies on the ground a few feet away, while the other one is bent off of its hinges. And it looks like it's been dug into the ground, not movable at all. Uh, As you're peering through this broken open kind of archway, you see these odd lines that are carved into the walls. They're very jagged. There's no flow to them. It's more of like a art deco compared to art nouveau. Um, <laughs> but not like signs of a struggle or anything. They're like purposefully made there. I tell you what, give me a perception check. Okay. Also, I wonder, why did we decide to follow Goblin and Kobold tracks? Like, <laughs> what if we had followed these tracks and we just wound up at their house? They're like, yeah. oh, well, why oh. don't you roll a history check for me? <laughs> oh, okay. Man, we're making rolls today. All these rolls. Yeah, you've been using your skills to notice things that you would otherwise <laughs> not notice and avoid things that I might have put in front of you because... You approached it with knowledge. Playing D&D, like using our skills and spells to avoid potential traps and danger. Finally. Finally, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, my history check was a 12 plus 4. Okay. There's a brief class that you took over basic (laughs) dragon-ness. It was an elective I took. Yeah, exactly. You know that uh, typically uh, goblins and kobolds tend to put themselves in servitude to dragons when given the opportunity. I oh. see. Well, there we go. Razzle says that, <laughs> but I also got a natural one on my investigation of the door, okay. so <laughs> I say that just out of nowhere and then totally ignore the door, I guess. <laughs> Did you know yeah. that? Randy, Yashi, what'd you get on your investigations on the door? A six plus four. A 14 plus two. Okay, you both notice that, yes, the door looks like there's something is clawed into it. The claw marks are gouged deep into this just iron door, which takes a good amount of strength, you know. Yashi, you notice with your higher investigation that, yeah, this door has been knocked off the hinges. Whatever did it, it's an obviously strong creature, monster, maybe a young dragon. It's hard to tell. You're not really sure from that, but you know whatever it is that did this broke out of this place based off of what you're seeing, how the door is lying and how the door still attached to the hinges kind of lays. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's my story about kobolds and goblins. <laughs> Thank <too>. you. <laughs> I guess I relay that information and say, shall we? Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, yes, I guess. So we stealth our way to the threshold I, of yeah, danger. Not a problem. <laughs> As you begin to make your way towards this battered, broken open entrance into the cliff face, you feel this warm, humid air creep out from this cliff face. Uh, kind gross. of uncharacteristic for usually uh, what you would deem like a cave or whatnot. But one that we're all intimately familiar with. Uh, Hi, June. Cool. Yeah, exactly. But as you get to the opening, I want you all to make a perception check real quick. That's another natural one for me. Oh, That's no. what I was going to say don't get. Yeah, um, well, I'm just hot, Kyle. <laughs> uh, uh, 13 plus 2 over here. 15 plus 4. Yashi and Randy... You notice something scratched into the inside wall, just on the other side of the entrance of this cliff face. Oh, boy. It's kind of marked out. Randy, this is odd for you because normally you can't just read anything scrawled onto a wall unless it's written in Thieves' Camp. Right. But for some reason, these words stand out to you. Oh. While you can't read the whole phrase because a lot of it's missing, what you and Yashi can read of it, it starts off saying, what are... And then a bunch of, you know, scrawled out or, you know, the font or text got messed up. And it just says, what are, blank, 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 pass. 
with a question mark at the end. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask Randy real quick to give me an intelligence check, okay. but at disadvantage. Because uh, two plus three. There's something familiar about this. Uh, you're not able to recall why it's familiar. Hmm. Something is jogging your memory, and, but it's not jogging far hmm. enough. Okay. So, yeah. Razzle says, Randy, you're making the face you'd normally make before we do a reading. Randy, is that <laughs> what I'm picking up from your... <laughs> well, strangely <laughs> enough, I'm reading, and I guess, Kyle, can I add these words to my list? Like, Or, or yeah. are these words special in that like, I wouldn't recognize them in a different setting? Well, we'll say that these words you, you recognize, and you know maybe you've picked up a few here and there, but I will retcon it and say, mm-hmm. yeah, you at least know these three words, and potentially maybe the other ones once they actually are seen. Maybe these words are written in cursive, and we've just never encountered <laughs> cursive yet on our journey. Sure. Randy's just gotta be fancy. Uh, um, <laughs> and what are the words again, Kyle? It's what are, and then a bunch of mess, and then pass is the last word with a question mark at the end. Okay, got it. Uh, well, who wants to go see a dragon? Raise your hand. Here, one please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, alright. Okay. Before we step further into this vault, I think this is a good place to go ahead and wrap up this session. Nope. Oh. Uh, Oh, Get yourselves ready for going through some fun times, a little bit of uh, dungeon action. So Some word problems, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, just the Love one. <laughs> well, we'll see. Kyle just raised his glass to us, so okay, bye. <laughs> bye. bye.